0: This video was brought to you by Too Long. That's the official TLDR newspaper that we've made and which is available to order right now. Today, major riots break out in Dublin, a temporary ceasefire begins in Gaza, and a new government is finally formed in New Zealand. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday, the 24th of November. Police in Dublin have arrested 34 people following what they described as huge destruction by a riotous mob, which saw rioters clash with police on Thursday night, where they set fire to buses, trams and police vehicles. The riots in the Irish capital developed out of an impromptu protest, which was held following a stabbing incident outside a school, which left five people injured, including a five-year-old girl who remains in critical condition in hospital, as well as two other children. A man in his 50s, who's reportedly a naturalised Irish citizen, who'd lived in the country for 20 years, was detained. But as rumours began to spread about the identity of the alleged attacker, protesters gathered at the scene in Parnell Square, before spiralling into riots that saw 13 shops looted, a tram and two buses set alight, 11 police vehicles damaged, and an officer seriously injured. Irish Police Commissioner Drew Harris blamed the riots on a lunatic hooligan faction driven by a far-right ideology, adding that what we saw last night was an extraordinary outbreak of violence. These are scenes that we haven't seen in decades. Irish Taoiseach Leo Varadkar called the stabbing incident a horrifying act of violence and said that his thoughts were with those who were injured and those who risked their lives to save lives adding that they're real Irish heroes, whatever their nationality. As for the riots that followed, Varadkar said that those involved brought shame on Dublin, brought shame on Ireland, and brought shame on their families and themselves. Varadkar also said that the government would pass new laws in the coming weeks to enable the police to make better use of the CCTV evidence that they gathered yesterday, and said that they have modernized laws against incitement to hatred and hatred in general. Now, there's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make The Daily Briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us in your podcast app of choice to listen along. Next up, a temporary ceasefire has begun in Gaza today, which is the first significant break in violence in the 48 Days of Conflict. So far, no major bombings, artillery strikes, or rocket attacks have been reported, though according to Reuters, both Israel and Hamas have accused each other of minor and sporadic violations. Having begun at 7am local time, the ceasefire is meant to last for four days, to allow for the release of a dozen hostages held by Palestinian militants and Palestinians imprisoned by Israel. It will also allow for desperately needed aid to enter the Gaza Strip, which has been devastated by well over a month of Israeli bombardment and siege. And shortly after the truce began, aid trucks began finally rolling in from Egypt. At the same time, the Israeli government has been dropping leaflets over the southern part of Gaza, issuing a warning to the many hundreds of thousands of displaced Palestinians that they should not use the ceasefire to return to their homes in northern Gaza, which has borne the brunt of Israel's offensive so far. Now, this temporary ceasefire was agreed after weeks of indirect negotiations brokered by Qatar with Egyptian and US involvement. And while it has been a cause for optimism, both Hamas and Israel have stressed its temporary nature. In other news, Finland has announced that they'll be closing all but one of their eight border crossings with Russia, following a recent spike in undocumented travellers crossing the border. The Finnish Prime Minister announced that from today, only the northernmost crossing would stay open – with this following a period in which Finland and now Estonia have accused Russia of a hybrid attack operation by letting undocumented travellers come across the border regions. While normal asylum applications average between 0 and 10 per month, that number spiked to 600 in November. Despite previously collaborating on the management of asylum seekers and border control, Finland and Russia have stopped communicating on the issue. And now, Finland's border authorities are saying that people are turning up to border points on brand new bikes, which they say were provided by Russian authorities. Following the increase, Frontex, the EU's border agency, has sent 50 border guard staff to the region to provide support to the Finnish border agency. Now, Finland considers Russia's actions as a retaliatory attack following the Finnish accession to NATO earlier this year, with Finland's president last month saying that we're constantly being reminded by Moscow that Finland has joined NATO. And to be fair, this wouldn't be the first time that this tactic has been employed by Russia, with Asylum Seekers being provided bikes to make Arctic border crossings into Norway and Finland in 2015 and 2016. Let's move to New Zealand, where more than a month after their general election, the country has finally found a new government, as the centre-right National Party, which won the election, agreeing to form a coalition with the Conservative Act Party and the populist New Zealand First Party. Under the agreement, National Party leader Christopher Luxon will become Prime Minister, with the Deputy Prime Minister role first going for New Zealand First Leader Winston Peters and then transferring to the Act Leader David Seymour halfway through the government's term. The coalition agreement also contains a whole load of commitments, with some notable ones including the repealing of a ban on offshore oil and gas exploration, rolling back the use of the Maori language, narrowing the remit of the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, cutting income tax, reviewing firearms laws, and more. Ultimately, this new government will be a real change of direction for New Zealand, which has been governed by the centre-left Labour Party since 2017, first under Jacinda Ardern and then under Chris Hipkins, following Ardern's resignation early this year. The incoming Prime Minister, Christopher Luxon, called the coalition agreement a common-sense plan that would make our country even better. But outgoing Prime Minister Chris Hipkins said that the policies would reverse decades of progress on Maori issues. Finally today, a story from Scotland, where Britain's loneliest sheep has been rescued from an isolated shingle beach in the Scottish Highlands, where she'd been stranded for at least two years. Fiona the Sheep was first spotted in 2021 on a small beach at the base of a cliff, surrounded by water on one side and a steep cliff on the other. The rescue mission was carried out by five farmers who documented their efforts to haul her up a steep slope where she will be rehomed. And very finally today, in celebration of Black Friday, I want to let you know that copies of our newspaper are going to be 30% off with our special code Daily. In a moment in the promo, I'll explain more about the newspaper. But just know, for the next 24 hours, that discount isn't the 20% I say, but it's actually 30. So if you've been considering picking up a copy, now could be your time. If you want more from TLDR and want to support our journalism, then consider picking up a copy of our newspaper, Too Long. This is a one-off physical newspaper that we've been working on for the last few months, and which contains 32 pages full of analysis and explainers from the TLDR team on everything from Ukraine and Gaza to the state of the French and German governments or the upcoming elections in the UK, US and around the world. It's not just us either, we also have a full interview with the creator and journalist Johnny Harris, that people who buy the newspaper can also watch via a special QR code. There's also articles from a ton of other creators, including JJ McCullough, Search Party, Sophia Smith Gala, and many more. This has been a really exciting project for us to work on, and hopefully you can already see the work that we've put into it, even into a TLDR-themed crossword. So if you want to pick up a copy and want to fund our journalism on YouTube as we head into 2024, then the link to the store is in the description. Plus, you can get 20% off your purchase this week only by using the code TLDRdaily at checkout. And with a limited quantity available, if you do want one, I'd order one soon, especially if you want it before Christmas. As always, thank you so much for your support and I hope you like this silly but genuinely good project as much as we do. Thank you.